Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Hiya. And this is a little cheeky bonus ep on a lesser known chakra that I have been not looking up. Oh my goodness. And Tracy's <laughs> just picked up her beautiful Loki puppy for some Loki kisses. Mm-hmm. It's a shame our audio doesn't capture that little soft face. How is yeah. your puppy going? He's good. He's um he's getting his toilet training sorted now. So eighty percent of his poops and wees are in the right spot, which is fucking fantastic. That's considering correct. Dash is like is like as loose as fuck when it comes to toileting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our puppy Theo uses pretty much the whole back room where the pool table is as his toilet. His toilet. So gross. So so gross. Mm, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. That's life with puppies. It How is. does he go sleeping through the night? Because our yeah. Theo's still up at like five in the morning. And the last couple of mornings, he's actually been up at three for a wee. Yeah. So and then five. Do you, do you have him in a crate? No. We tried that for the first two nights, but he just cried all night. So we just gave up. Dash is, you know, used to sleep in a crate, but then he became a bed sleeper because... I liked yes. it and then so did Matt and then it was just like what have we done and then when Loki came um we tried keeping him in the crate but then he just cried all night but now the both of them sleep in the crate oh lovely and for the and that's been for the last probably two weeks and there's maybe been one or two nights where they haven't woken up in the middle of the night but Loki still wakes up mm. he does a 3 a.m poop yeah <laughs> it's a 3am poop o'clock time but he'll go out he'll do it straight away and then he comes and sits on my feet ready to go inside and he goes straight back to sleep again so oh, that's great so good so good completely different like you know with like when you have a baby and first baby like I was pretty lucky Harley was like the best baby slept through the night from six weeks wow you know, weaned himself on breastfeeding for at nine months and got up and started walking at nine months and just yeah. a really 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 good baby that made me want to get pregnant again and just got sucked me in big time with babies oh, but you know wow. like you know, like the first baby, and I'm not like, I'm not trying to generalize, but I feel like I've been a mum long enough and around with conversations to know that most people with the first baby, it's very different to your second baby. Like you just, yeah. that you're so much more relaxed. And yeah, of course. If everything's normal, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, no, I know not to fight that battle or I know not Absolutely. to bother with that. Surrendered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I kind of feel like with the puppy, it's the same. It's just mm. like my energy going into it is non-resistant. So he's just so much easier. Mm, makes sense. Like they feel it. Yeah. 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 He's been extra cuddly this morning though. Like I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> he's might be having some kind of growth spurt or something because he's just, he's usually, I call him the gremlin because he's usually <laughs> so feisty and so rat baggy. Um, mm. But today he's just been really cuddly. Hmm. I don't know what's a going on. A week. Anyway, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say no. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's lovely. anyway. 
the well, life hopefully of the Theo, hopefully Theo will stop pissing. Theo will stop his weos. He's probably so still gross. trying to cover up Dash's wee. Theo. Maybe. <laughs> his weos. <laughs> and because he's a big dog, it's just the volume. It's like, my goodness, they're just getting more. Yeah. It's just much more. Like a pool. Yeah, it's like a fucking tap when you hear it splash on the tiles as well. Anyway, too much information. <laughs> it's like so gross. <laughs> you might have to paint. You might have to paint the um the legs of your pool table so the smell like you can't smell it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that room, but it's not on the pool table legs. It's literally just oh, anywhere, okay. and he doesn't anywhere. lift his leg. He he just like stands and yeah. and wheezes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's it go. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Sometimes even while looking it. at you. <laughs> He's so naughty. But I'm glad it's tiles, oh. so at least it's tiles. Mm. Yeah, true. And lucky he's just so it Makes cute. it a lot easier. Mm. Mm-hmm. A giant Aww. bear. Big teddy bear. I want to see everybody else's puppies. Anyone, our listeners who has puppies, send us through your puppy yeah. pictures. That'd be cool. I love that. That'd puppies. be so fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially when there's someone else's, you can just mm-hmm. cuddle them and give them back. Yeah, like babies. Yeah, exactly. So this episode, mm-hmm. like you were saying before, may be a short one because it is a lesser known chakra, but it's a bit interesting, a bit intriguing. So we thought we'd squeeze another chakra series episode out just to introduce mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So the zeal chakra, spelt Z-E-A-L, like teal but with a Z, right. um, is, it sits at the, the back of the skull kind of in that indentation um, that we have at the base of the skull at the, above the neck. At the back. Like a little notch there that you can feel. Um, and, yeah, like you can sort of like it's like a, um, like a, a dip, like a, what's yep. it called? Notch. I don't know. I can't I don't another know. word. <laughs> Everyone knows what I'm talking about. I don't even yes. know why I'm bothering trying to describe With it. you. Anyway, um, so yes, so it's a it's it's a larger one of the chakras that we have, but it's not as big as the seven that we've just previously covered. And the color for the zeal chakra is not teal, which would make oh, it so much easier to remember. But the day. color is magenta. Oh, okay. Magenta. Yeah, mm. and so remember last episode oh. I was trying to describe the colour of what it's like in my higher mm. um, self in the room that I've created with all my vortexes and I said yeah. maroon. Mm. I would probably actually, I want to replace that with magenta because yeah. it is far more magenta-ish, I think, mm. and I was trying to think. You said bright maroon. Because the word, <laughs> and I think maroon, magenta, like I think I just took maroon to yeah, because it's like a, it, it's more a magenta than a, but it's, anyway, 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 mm-hmm. it's a magenta. And um, and usually it stays dormant um, for most people throughout their life, but it will mm-hmm. awaken or activate. Um, sometimes um, it happens when people have like a, a divine intervention kind of thing where they spontaneously start having psychic dreams or psychic visions or it's okay. like almost someone's pressed a button and then all of a sudden they all of a sudden can speak to dead people when for 50 years they could never do that before 
Um, this is a symbolism of the zeal chakra just opening up and then and all of a sudden it's open and you can't unsee it once it's open. Okay. So when this starts to happen, it can freak a lot of people out mm. um, and it can be a little bit scary because it kind of goes from nothing to, to stuff really quickly. So it's like the floodgates open. Yeah, a wow. lot. And so like sometimes people can just like suddenly hear people's thoughts or think they're hearing people's thoughts and um, maybe they have like dreams where they think, shit, was that astral traveling or, you know, something okay. like that. So it's just typically when something happens, like all of a sudden, it's usually a zeal chakra thing. Mm. Um, but most people don't think to look at it. What they usually will do is then go to their third eye and automatically think, oh, my third eye must be opening. Well, that makes a lot of sense the way that you're talking about it when they suddenly have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, why would you think it would be as, well, I've never even heard of it until now, but why would you think it would be anything other than a third eye slash crown even? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, but there is a zeal chakra there. So it's, um, the third eye is an interesting chakra and space in terms of um, the information that we're getting is um, awareness information, whereas zeal is almost like the turning on of the abilities to be aware. Oh, okay. Right. So the third eye is not mm. where they turn on. Mm. It's where they're it's it's where they um it's where they practice, it's where they're active. Where it's happening. Yeah. It's yeah. in the action of and the doing of. Whereas the zeal chakra is more like um the activator or the the button that you press. Sure. So so it happens, but it doesn't like so um when when the energy is going up through the from the throat chakra and then it hits the zeal chakra before it goes to the third eye chakra, yeah, some people's zeal chakra is already open, so they don't notice the opening of it. That's probably a better way to describe it. So with me, yeah, I didn't notice the opening of it because it was already there. But what happened for me when I was able to understand the zeal chakra was that I was going to a whole new level. Oh, um, so it got even more sort of intense. Yeah, and I was intense. blocking it. So mine oh, okay. was instead of having so instead of having more intense experiences, I was actually resisting the fact that like so it was happening for me before I started doing what I do now. So it was happening for me before I started coming out of the closet. Right. And it was resisting. It was just still me being in the closet of like, oh, my God, judgment. I can't go and tell the world that I'm psychic. You know, like I can't do this. I can't do that. Like still Mm. living behind the curtain, you know, kind of thing. And so the zeal chakra for me was basically like stabbing me in the back of the, in the zeal chakra, essentially. (laughs) I just kept getting these really bad headaches there and I could not for the life of me just like get rid of them. Nothing that I was doing was, was helping and it was just a fucking nightmare. Mm. And then when I understood the zeal chakra and I started to treat it like it was zeal chakra and I started to let go of the resistance of owning my abilities and not being afraid of them, not resisting them, not judging them anymore the it all of my symptoms calm down mm. so for this for some people whose zeal chakra is already open they may never ever notice their activation of their zeal chakra they'll just go straight to their third eye where everything's happening because the zeal chakra has already been open before for for some others like me they might experience kind of like a um 
they've got these abilities, but they're not owning it. So they'll have some resistance inside the zeal chakra. It's not necessarily opening it or awakening it. It's um, letting it flow through. It's like with all the other chakras, it's if like it's you're going to have or, dis yeah, yeah, if it's blocked, mm. you're going to have a dis-ease in that area, which was this really bad headache that I had. Mm. I remember when I found out um, about the zeal chakra, I'll never forget going away with Harley for a nipper's um, or like a surf life-saving carnival or something. And I think that's what, it, yeah. And I remember taking my big chunky clear quartz and I would literally sleep with the clear quartz point generator going into the back of my skull. And that was the only thing that provided Jesus. me relief. Wow. Sir. I know it was so bizarre, but I'll never forget it because it was just the the most bizarre thing that I'd ever done in my, like in, in my adulthood kind yeah. of like, it was my first kind of like, okay, this is, this is the next level. And it's so fucking weird that the only thing that's relieving this is a clear quartz stabbed into the back of my skull. Like don't tell anyone that I am sleeping with a clear quartz in the back of my skull and it's actually fixing my headache because they'll think I'm nuts. It you does know, like sound they'll think I'm lost. <laughs> it does, but there you go. So um, and then also understanding the magenta color as well and mm. um, being able to work with that color. So it's a really good thing. And I don't know if I mentioned this in any of the other chakras that we did, but it's a really good idea to meditate with the visualization of the color. Mm. So I do a thing called, and for those of you who have done the um, Riv boot camps or are currently in sync and are doing vibe check and set, you'll know that when we do the chakra tune or the chakra stretch that we breathe in the color of the chakra and we massage the chakra with the color so and we breathe you, it in and we breathe it yeah. out. I'm so glad you mentioned that. We might have even talked about it in Chakra To Me, the first ever the sort of, uh, no, the Chakra To Me episode that we did oh, back the in chakra season to me. Yeah, one. Yeah. We yep. might have, yeah, but I'm glad. That's a lo lovely reminder because I love that chakra stretch meditation that you do. Yeah. So um, when I started to do that with the magenta, it was it it changed everything as well. So there is so like don't discount the color of the chakras. Color therapy is fucking powerful stuff. Yeah, like, usually, because it works on um, frequency. So colors are on frequency, which is the rays of light, which are on a frequency and a vibration. So if you intentionally work with a color, it can be so therapeutic and so healing. Mm. So um, you know, having this zeal chakra awaken for me, magenta was. Um, a huge, the, the clear quartz and the magenta were really the two things that got me through um, that process. And it, and it was literally a matter of an awareness and just going, fuck it, I've got to just embrace this because the headache was so bad that I would have done anything to get rid of it. Wow. And it was so persistent. And like at that point, it was just like, you know what? It's at the moment, embracing this side of me is the lesser of two evils compared to this headache. Yeah. So magenta for me and the clear quartz stabbed into the back of my skull Holy the two hell. things that really helped me the other thing too is that um um because the um the old chakra isn't as well known there isn't and what what I've read about it is that um a lot of people seem to believe that Way, way, way back when, um, like maybe even into the Lemurian times, the Atlantean times and all that kind of stuff, the zeal chakra was as active and as big as the other chakras. Whereas over time and over evolution, the zeal chakra has closed with the lack of awareness in humans. As we've grown, the awareness has closed and the conscious awareness has closed and the disconnect has occurred. Mm. And so a lot of humans 
um, in today's society, we we haven't re like we haven't um, and I guess it's starting to happen more and more now because more and more people are knowing about it. But it's like um, we need we need modern society to experience more people with the zeal chakra opening and activating um, in order to know more about it because everything that we do know about it is ancient. Mm-hmm. So sense. there's there's not much information for our listeners to be able to go and search on. Like you won't be able to find much, um, but um, that's what the center is. That's what it does. That's why it's there. Um, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's really directly related to what our subject line is, which is psychic, you know, abilities mm-hmm. and awareness. And it's kind of the center of um, activating um, or awakening it. And then the third eye is where it, where it lives. Mm, it's fascinating. Mm. So, you know how like we go from the, um, the heart chakra up to the, the throat chakra and we're speaking our truth and then all of a sudden it's like bang, bang straight into um like psychic awareness if you want to and whatever you mm. want it's kind of like that had never made sense to me ever and it still doesn't in the way that people just completely almost um almost skip over the fact or just ignore the fact or pretend it's not existing that no one else is noticing it that there isn't some kind of um, gentler process from the throat chakra into the third eye it's like that's a huge jump you know in terms of the throat chakra being a speaking of the of the spirit mixed with the human body and the heart chakra being the spirit and the human body and the solar plexus being the spirit and the human body but then it's like straight into a psychic awareness nuts yeah so the zeal chakra is kind of like what I want people to know is that it's kind of like the the meter. It's kind of like let's introduce you to this. Yeah. Knowing that the zeal chakra exists, it honestly, like because, again, I'll say it again, especially if this is the first episode that you're listening to and you haven't, you're not a chronological listener. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm not an expert in chakras and I don't ever claim to be one. I only know what I know through experiential. Yes knowledge and wisdom um and you know other things that I've read and learned over time but I'm definitely not the person to come to for chakra information and I honestly can't suggest someone who would know a lot about the zeal chakra um Mm. but I would be really careful and discerning at the point of maybe talking to people about it who um are into chakras um because a lot of what people know about chakras is so like um textbook type stuff as opposed to proper experience with it so my advice you know not that anyone's asking for it but my advice would be <laughs> hey it's our podcast <laughs> it is right and if you're listening to it it's what you're here for my unsolicited advice it. about we the real chakra and chakras so yeah. as a non-chakra expert <laughs> is to potentially make sure that you found someone who has experienced their own um their own you know, relationship with their zeal chakra so that they actually know what they're talking about, that they're not just giving you information that they could read. Because my experience is as I've just spoken at a, about it, um, which would be very different to someone who didn't already have a zeal, a, a, an open zeal chakra, um, or who has in a past life already opened it, which is what I've done. Oh, um, so it carries and, with you from lifetime to lifetime. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm. So once you've done the work, like mm. you've done the work, you don't have to redo it. Like it's a matter of just remembering that you've done it and stop um, resisting it and just okay. embrace it like with everything else. So access as opposed to activation. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Or just like, yeah, access or, or even just like um, remembering, yeah, awakening, like just mm-hmm. owning it and just going, okay, like I don't have to climb that mountain. I've already done it. So I'm not going to go to the effort of climbing it again. It's that realisation, I suppose, when you know it, you would know. Yeah. And so I don't, like, I can't, like, I can only speak from myself, but what I do know is that it it is something that not many people are aware of enough to really claim to be an expert to work with it unless they have personally gone through it and and really done the, the deep dive into it and maybe done a lot of history and a lot of travelling with it. Because I know that, um, like, um, you know, that's when I started to look at Kundalini as well because Kundalini and the Zeal Chakra are often spoken about in the same kind of conversations. Um, and I didn't really know what Kundalini was and I hadn't really ever heard of that word before. And it was around my Gabby Bernstein days as well. And she's a huge Kundalini person, even though Kundalini is a cult in, in some way, shapes and form, you know, is it? yes. Hmm. Um, or it so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the, um, the correlation, you know, with the Kundalini, um, you know, you might be able to find a chakra expert who is also a Kundalini expert who kind of follows the Hindu, um, a kind of family or learnings and, and theology. And, um, that would be, if I was going to invest in that, that's where I would go first. Um, so there's, that's just a bit of advice and, like I'm really kind of shooting like, <laughs> at, the, at the dark here with it, but that's that would be my my suggestion of where to start. Mm. Um, that's where I would start personally. Um, and as with everything, though, um, you do you first. Mm. You know, like everything that you need is within you. So let your spirit guide you and tell you. Um, what already is that your soul remembers and do the work on meditating to bring that to the surface and and really kind of do the work that you can do yourself before you go and learn or relearn things that you don't remember but you've already learned um, that, <laughs> that will be familiar to you and it's it's kind of like a waste of time in a sense. If you want to waste time, go for it. If you don't think it's a waste of time, totally fine you know everyone knows my thing with time it's like don't waste it like if you should just do it Mm. but do your own kind of inner delving and um, discovery and see what information comes to you with it before you go and ask someone else to give you input and tell you what things are or tell you what things are happening yeah, because it can um, get so uh, confusing and hazy if you're not discovering for yourself and building that relationship with what you know to be true for yourself. How can you know what's right for you when you speak to somebody else? Because that's obviously their opinion and their experience. Yeah, that's right. So and there's no shortcut. You. you know, like there's those people that talk about the like the cliche quotes where they say, you know, like, um, a teacher and a mentor, they don't do the work for you. They show you how to do it and then they do it with you or they 
teach you how to do it, not do it for you. Yeah. Yeah, they're not telling you the answers. Yeah, you know, they're they're helping you, they're guiding you along the way to reach the answers for yourself, even though they know the answers. So like a lot of me as a psychic medium and as a mentor, I know where people are going, but there is only so much that I have um, the right to tell them um, because in my true belief, um, they need to learn the lessons associated with how to get there. Not just go, okay, this is where I'm going, hop, skip and a jump past all of these lessons because the lessons are going to come up eventually. And if I tell them what the lessons are and I say, hey, there's a lesson coming up, this is the lesson, until they actually see it or are in the middle of it or have come out the other end of it, they're going to try and figure out a way around it or they're going to judge it before they go into it. Would it also bias someone's free will as well? Because they're already yeah, that's exactly what things. it's doing. Yeah, that's exactly so. what it's doing. And that and, and you I understand know, that, yeah. So yeah. of course you're not going to go and yeah. Mm. So like you know how like one of my rules is like if I get it I have to share it. Yeah. In, in a reading, like it's not up to me to keep it. Yeah. Um, I would have to say that there is, there is a, a clause on that. There is a clause. <laughs> there is a clause because, yeah. but it's a clause that Tracy doesn't decide. It's a clause that I know from my higher self that you just don't cross that line. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that is where you can see that there is a lesson. Like it's just happened with one of my beautiful um, mentees for um, Zenith, but also works for me now with Sync. And she's just gone through this massive um, up-leveling with, with her entire existence. And it's been so beautiful to watch, but what we just explained the other night. So I do a um, like a, a mentoring my mentor. Like so, I have some people who I've mentored for a really long time who I have promote each of them in their own right. Oh, gosh, robot um, Tracy's gifts again. to share people that I can't get, and and I give them the space to do that. Um, but one of the things about, oh, am I still there? Yeah, you are now. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. We've caught up. (laughs) Um, one of the things that happens is, um, you know, we're never, you know, we're never not like, we're never not done learning, which is like in the last episode, I talked about my graceful courage, like new level, new devil kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But the other night I had a meeting with my mentors, um, and I get to show up for them, you know, like they're busy showing up for other people now, but I'm here for them. How can I serve them? What can I do for them? And we do that once a month. And so this night, this was just this week. And, um, she's just like, Oh my God, like, I feel like a ton of bricks have just landed and, and I can't get out from underneath it. And, you know, but uh, uh, she tried to do it on her own and all this stuff. And by the end of it, I just said to her, you know, what you think is happening is is happening from the human perspective, but this is what's happening from the great divine plan. And this is what's happening from the view from above, from the eagle eye view. Yeah. And once I explained it to her, she's like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. And all of a sudden I feel so at peace and I haven't felt this calm in two weeks. Mm, and I feel so proud of myself. And all it is is a perception shift. But yeah. If I had said to her, um, this is coming, yeah, she would have braced herself, she would have resisted it, she wouldn't have let it unless it would have been delayed. And instead we got it, she got it done in two weeks. Mm. And she was able to, before I even stepped, not stepped in, but you know, responded to her, 
she was able to find, and she knows they all know better to not like, don't come to me in a problem, but come to me with like other vantage views, vantage point views that you have really pushed yourself to just go, hang on, how is this happening for me? And if you have done that, correct. Um, which uh, like that is something that I expect from, from them because they know better and and I call them to do better. Don't just know it. So she had, and what she had done was realize that um, I knew that what I needed to do was apply self-love and self-compassion and rest and vulnerability as opposed to needing to do what I has always done, which was um, put myself last in order to to just move on and thinking that when, when I'm dead, I'll rest kind of thing and I'll sleep mm. when I'm dead. And she's just like, it may have taken me a good day before I realized that that's what was happening, that I, that this was an opportunity for me to apply that, but I realized it. And wow. you know, a year ago I wouldn't have done that and I would have burnt out completely and I would have gone in a spiral for months and months and months. So that's huge. But at the same time, huge. there are, you know, there's a perspective in that that says, you know, a year ago as well, even six months ago, um, the the ability to know how to solve the problem for herself, which is always with self-love and compassion, wouldn't have even been a solution that she would have been aware of in her basket. Yeah. And, and so that's just a testament to how much work she has done. So there is so much that's happening for you in so many layers that is far less obvious than what it seems but you can only see when you're further along which is where I'm which is where I am and it's not that I'm better and I don't say that to impress anyone but to impress upon people that as you grow there is always going to be a new vantage point and the the best thing to do is to try and do a 360 view and then go to other people who you know are further along and have got a light that may have been through it or that you trust Hmm. with their with their with with their advice or their support or their response um you go to them and you say like this is this is how i've brought it full circle but i know that you're going to help me help me bring this circle even brighter you know hmm. like i know you are and i and i want to it's another rather perspective than, yeah yeah but hmm. rather than also just thinking that that's it that like that look for the grace and the ease like hmm. i said to her you know, please, I'm, I'm so proud of you for not calling me Mm. on that day, but I'm also really just like really wanting you to know that you, just because you can do it on your own, you don't have to. Yeah. If you have got grace and ease in your bank on days like that, in times Mm. like these, that's when you get to cash that chip in. You get to accept yeah. What you have around you. Yes, you do. Mm. And you get to do that because you have done the work. You have elevated to that point where that is part of your reality now. Mm. So just because I can do everything on my own, it doesn't mean I fucking have to. Yeah. And I listened to someone that I really respect the other day. She, you know, I was so fortunate to be able to experience her in a live um you know, hour of her and it was unfucking believable, but she she gets off the stage for a minute and she goes and walks around the audience and she asked one of the men to come and help her down the stage in her like six inch heels. <laughs> um, she's at Africa. Well, she's actually a um, she's from the Caribbean, so mm. she's Caribbean. Mm. Um, 
but she's just like she's 58 I think she is um but she's just like can you help me down the stairs please Brian or whatever his name was and she's she gets down to the bottom and she goes you know I know how to get down these stairs by myself and I certainly know how to get them down them in six inch heels but guess what I don't have to (laughs) and so she holds out her hand and she helps like she asks him to help her down she's just like I am a lady and I want to let my man show me Treat me like a lady. Mm. Let the man be the man and I am mm. a lady. Mm. And it was the point behind it of like, I know I can, but why do I have to? I get him. And this is, you know, that question of like, how can somebody else shine in mm. this moment? Like it's not just about me mm. needing help. It's how can someone that I love shine like I'm giving them the gift of shining like when I'm sick and you look after me yeah Mm. like when I'm sick and you make me soup you (laughs) fucking are in your element having Mm. a reason to have to cook soup and broth and get Mm. all your witchy stuff out and do your kitchen witch love it Mm. you love it you're in your element Mm. so it's not hard on you it's like you just said it's a gift to you Mm. and when people start understanding that and embracing it that's when it's just like this is that energy flow and exchange instead of just holding ourselves in these vaults yeah um but um when we when we have these shifts and we go to these new spaces it's really important to have trusted people around you and if you don't have trusted people around you find them that's like coaching and mentoring like you know yourself finding people to coach or mentor anyone that you respect that you trust oh it is like choosing to do that in my own life could not have changed me and my life more dramatically and been one of those things that is a non-negotiable for me in my life since I added it in Mm. like and since since I made it a non-negotiable it's just a part of my life it's a fuck ton of money every year to do it (laughs) but I know that it is what I need like I know I'm a voracious ferocious learner and I always will be and if I'm going to do that and I want to keep continuously stepping up and you know be a full expression of myself then I can never think that I am going to know everything that I need I have everything inside of me in order Mm. to do it but there are other people around me who are going to be able to give me the grace and ease along the way in order for it to happen sooner rather than later I'm going to have to do the work it's all inside of you yeah you Mm. have everything inside of you but other people who are further along in what they do Mm. are going to be able to make that brighter for you and that was my point with you know being able Mm -hmm. to you know she had come full circle but I was able together we were able to make that just really shine whereas Mm. she hadn't shined it yet (laughs) You know, so mentors and and coaches and, um, you know, even just friends and a circle of people who you trust. Um, and it, it doesn't necessarily have to be friends. You know, like you think about turns out she's a witch. You know, your coven isn't mm. necessarily your mentor or your coach or your friends. Your coven is your coven. But it's where you go to create that safe space of energy. And you you really, as you're growing older, that needs to be something that is a non-negotiable for people. You know, we all deserve it. We all deserve to have that support and, and let, that, um, let that energy flow into us and through us and out of us on a continuous cycle. Um, yeah, it's such an act of self-love and self-compassion, being able to seek it because, you know, you're deserving Mm -hmm. 
and you know like in and it was so funny because inside the sink <laughs> inside sink we have our own private facebook group called the sanctuary and um vibe check and set which is on a monday morning at 6 15 with me for 15 minutes that i i give them a question or like a something to think about throughout the week and the question this week was what or is what would your best friend say or do hmm, i love They're that like yeah and so the she just replied today. She wrote, my best friend said, my best friend would say, and it was basically the words that I had said in the session. And it's like that, that, and then everyone's just like, oh my God, your best friend's amazing. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. (laughs) But it's like, that's what that, that person, and it doesn't have to be a best friend, but that's what Mm. that trusted person reminds you of. And and it's perfect timing, perfect mm. timing. I didn't know that that was happening yeah. when I put that question out. It's a good anchor point, yeah. Yeah, it's like you picked that question for me, didn't you, and you're psychic, so I think maybe you did do it for me. I'm like, no, I didn't. I just picked it because it's for the collective. Mm. So always, always, always know that when you're up-leveling, you have everything inside of you to get you there, but everyone around you can make it shinier. Yeah. Is, would there be another layer on that as well? As you're up leveling, you have a capacity, maybe not always, it might not be your interest to share that and serve others, but inevitably you would probably end up holding space for more people and therefore to support well, yourself to do that. It's such that, a great point. You know, it one leads on to the next and being whole soul, everything isn't going to serve you to serve others. And you know, you're having a psychic moment because that was actually the next part of our conversation in that meeting, which was you have no idea how you are just being schooled so Mm. that you are then qualified as someone who I trust to mentor people who I would normally mentor. Yeah, makes sense. You are now qualified to look Mm. after the people that are uniquely aligned to what you're going through. What is in you is in them. Mm. And they're going to see that you have come full circle and you're going to look at them and you're going to, I have no business taking you to the end because I've never been there myself. Now you've been there. Mm. And it's going to open up the amount of people that you can serve because you Mm. can trust yourself explicitly to get yourself and then get them to the end because you have been there and done it. And like attracts like in that Correct. sense as well. Well, it's frequency. So what's yeah. in you is in me, which is why I help sexual abuse, you know, survivors and thrivers and victims and all of the spectrum and why I help addicts and alcoholics yeah. and suicides and the specific, it's a mm. frequency and mm. you can't deny it. Yeah, actually. And I haven't been through what she's been through. So that allows, yeah, yeah, so that allows the people that, that think that, I miss shining light to come to me and me go, you know what? You're actually so suited to this specialist in this area. Like Mm -hmm. this mentor has, has, because I can see where they're going. This mentor is going to be your new best friend. Your fit. Mm -hmm. This mentor is on your path that you are on and she's got her light shining and she can guide the way. Don't worry. She's your guide on the side. Yeah. Oh, I like that. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, everything that you go through is qualifying you to serve if you're in that service space, if that's what you want to do. And it could simply be that it's for your children. Yes. Or you're, your grandchildren. You're teaching yeah. someone whether you realise it or not. Yeah, or your mm. sister or your brother or, you know, it could be anyone. It doesn't have to yeah. be that you're like me or a mentor mm. or a, a, in, in the service industry. Yeah. Even if it is you teaching others how you want to be treated, whether mm. that's intentional or not. It's an example. Accept. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, mm. showing people what you and, and you've just been through that recently, you know, yes. being able to, you know, really just be like, okay, well, this is what is my expectation. And maybe I didn't realize what my expectation was or just being able to now be an you know. example. Mm. Yeah, just being able mm. to be an example and to do it in a gracious way. Mm. Try to. <laughs> well, every you got to learn. You yeah, only you right. uh, grace will only come to you if you go through the you know the the non graceful moments. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only know the flip side if you've been on the other side, and that's the other part of the conversation too. Like you cannot expect to sit in the light all the goddamn time. Even the sun needs to go to bed. Yeah, even the exactly. sun sets. Like yep. you cannot to be you cannot be always in the light. You have to be able to recognize that in all of this light that I've just experienced for the last 15 months, I am expecting there to be some shadow, some dark, some, you know, some of the the mystery, some of the stuff that I haven't been seeing because I have been so out there in the light. Mm. You have to be able to swim back to shore sometimes and just be like, okay, what's, what's washed up while I've been out there? Understand the cyclic nature of it and yep. how everything comes back into balance. Yeah. And it's That's not to the be afraid nature of nature of things. Yeah. Just is. And it's only if you look at it as negative or it's only if you look at it as uncomfortable or bad that it becomes that. Yeah. Like I see it as balancing. I see it as mm. equaling out. I see it as, you know what, like with every plus there's a negative and mm. that's that's the polarity of life. Mm. The human existence to me is the polarity to the spiritual existence. And so in order to have, they they have to exist together, which is why, you know, it's incorporating the spirit. It's why you do what you do. Why I do what I do. It's your driver. Yeah. Because yeah. we are the polarity to that in my belief. And when I live it like that, I have no reason to believe that it's not the truth because, or that it's not what is, is because I'm living proof. Yeah. Yeah, case in point. Yeah, and I'm not mm. the only one. Like I see it over and exactly. over again. Yeah, um, yeah, but that resistance is real and is there and is widespread. Yeah, and, and so that's some the will never get there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because we're all on that. On we're all on the spectrum, aren't we? So yeah, absolutely, and we are until the day that we die. Yeah, and next life. <laughs> uh, yeah, over and over and over and over again. And again, and again. Yeah, yeah. and again, yeah. and again, and again, and again, and again. Mm. Mm. wow this is a cool chat yeah Mm. (laughs) (laughs) always just blows doesn't it i had a hundred million things to say like 20 seconds ago and now they've all gone boom so clearly (laughs) what what was in your zeal chakra pinterest folder i have a chakra pinterest folder but i've never like typed in zeal to look into and when i click on chakra stuff I've never seen anything on zeal pop up mm, it's all the regular ones but like I said mm-hmm. I've only got seven pins in there or something mm-hmm. it's all just the you know stock standard stuff I did have a question with regards to the, the location of it being at you know the, the base of your skull sort of thing is there any um sort of correlation or overlap body wise with the throat chakra no it actually goes up to the pineal gland Okay, so oh, so we're going to do pineal gland next. Oh gosh, you're just a kettle of mysterious fish. Yeah, I know so much, so I just don't tell <laughs> until it's asked. Ask and you'll get the answer. Don't ask and you won't get the answer. Well, I asked about the pineal gland the other day, and I you know, said, and we'll I said we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, we'll return and, to it. 
And that's what made me think about the zeal chakra as well, oh, you know, just right. being like, you yeah. know what, this probably needs to come first. Uh, of course. Of course of there is a reason. Mm-hmm. There's always method to my madness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and another question is with the other main chakras, it's like front to back, isn't it? Like yeah, with, yeah. yeah. Good, so good point. with your zeal, that's the same again or not? Uh it it doesn't go it doesn't go straight yeah so like you said it goes up to the pineal yeah so it goes like that like you know how the root chakra comes down yeah and the crown goes up and And the crown goes up Mm -hmm. and the other chakras go forward and back yeah like in front and behind yeah zeal goes like that so the zeal goes like diagonally through your head up Up, and in up and out up oh up and out okay up through the middle and out through the crown yeah, like where's your pineal gland? Isn't it behind your third eye, like in the middle of your head? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like up and like diagonally. Yeah. Hang on. So if you're doing a dot to dot, <laughs> and a, and there was a person standing side on, <laughs> they go from the base of the head in almost towards where the, the middle hairline, of the head. Like yeah. where the hairline is, almost I guess would probably be. Okay. where it would come out where it exits remembering yeah. it is part of the human body still the crown yeah. chakra is out of the human body yeah hovers it's a hoverer, yeah. hoverer. <laughs> the hover chakra <laughs> it's hovering over our head just like we <laughs> hover over toilets <laughs> just like that hovering <laughs> God, she did not just she did not just compare the crown chakra to a toilet, guys. So Come on. Did. Do you reckon that's what oh, they think of as human? <laughs> like I, I can I can say anything and feel okay, but you you do not compare the crown chakra to a toilet. Well, when you're so oblivious to things as I am, <laughs> Archangel Michael just went, "Oh, you just got to rise." It's hovering, just like we do over the toilet. And he's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> well I hope they have a sense of humor <laughs> well they usually do but that was like that was like create that was like a sexist joke in front of like a male saying a joke about women or a woman saying joke about a man like that that was like crossing the line like, like you said blasphemy yeah that's <laughs> like only black people can use the n-word like oh and only w's can use the only only europeans can use the w word like mm. only spiritual beings can say the toilet joke <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully they forgive me. Let's just be like um, hovercrafts. Hovers like hovers like um, those skateboards that hover. What are they? Those a hoverboard. A hoverboard. (laughs) Hovers like a hoverboard, not like we hover over the toilet. Well, last time we were talking about it, I stopped myself from saying like a halo because that sounded far too fluffy for me. So I stopped myself from saying that. So it went for squatting over the toilet. But it is actually what the halo is. Mm. That makes perfect sense. So it's not fluffy. It's actually like it's what we see. So when mm. we think of a halo, mm. most humans think of a halo over an angel and that's what it signifies. But the halo is essentially the crown chakra. The crown chakra. There you go. Yeah. Um. Oh, God, I had another question. It just disappeared again. I don't know what that is. It's very interesting. It's public holiday. It's just disappeared because it's a public holiday. Maybe that's why. Today when we're recording. Mm. Mm. Yep. Don't know. Mm. It's going to be a good one. Mm. Anyway, I'll have to remember it and write it down. Yeah. So I'm not sure about foods for the zeal chakra. I honestly don't know. Um, maybe 
anyone who's interested in the zeal chakra and goes down that rabbit hole of discovery, please school us. Because mm, you said um, it's in your body. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I'm not sure what kind of foods. I would imagine that it would be very light foods, like um, um, things that have got like a watery base. Um, like watermelons and cucumbers kind of like you could if you can imagine like that they'd be it's a bit water would be their primary um mm. structure um and I'm not sure what crystals apart from the fact that you know clear quartz helped me um, probably don't want to recommend sleeping on top of a generator with spike going into the back of your head no Tracy does weird things doesn't she mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> um, but because the crown chakra is magenta, oh, not the crown chakra, sorry, the zeal chakra is magenta, I would be inclined to say that crystals that are of the magenta nature, so maybe things like um, maybe things like um, pink tourmaline, pink, um, pink agate, I'm not really an agate person, but um mm. even like oh what is that crystal that is like a magenta um to, what about rhodocristite that's it is that the name that's what I'm talking about yep okay. yeah don't know crystite rhodocristite rhodo I was just thinking I know it's that with r-h-o rhodo it's not rhododendron is it rhodonite Oh, it could be, yeah. Yeah, rhodonite. That's the crystal that I was looking at because I, in my mind, it looked like um, um, God, now I'm having a mental like the green and the pink one. Um, unikite. Unikite. It was like rhodonite. a pink version of unikite. Rhodonite. R H O D O N I T E. I would imagine that that would like that's what's coming to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would imagine that it would be the pinky magenta kind of um crystals you know like I don't think you could go wrong with that um yeah um what else do we usually do um we do food we do crystals well like you were saying there's little to look up so we mm-hmm. usually go over the blocked the balance yeah that well, I sort think of that's, thing I think we kind of touched on that yeah. a little bit with the whole like it's likely awake it's likely existing and kind of being activated if you believe that you might come from the um Lemurian kind of Atlantean space in time mm. um if you might be of that you know ancestry. I remember my question I remember Go my question it. when you say you can see people's auras and stuff can mm-hmm. you see people's chakras and if whether or not they've got it activated or not is that something you see that's two different things that you're looking at chakras is not auras and auras is not chakras yeah yes um badly worded question but I was just remembering how you can see certain things so could you see if someone has an activated one or not probably never tried never tried another question or something that we talk about with the chakras is if there was a mantra associated what would it be um um mm, 
have some thinking music. Just put you on the spot with it since I have no affirmations to go on. <laughs> what I really love. I'm trying to think of like, in my mind, the zeal chakra is like a trap door in my mind. Mm. It's like it kind of opens and then flops back down. And so it's got to be like, it's got to have muscle behind it. It's got to have kind of like a thing that kind of keeps it up and open. Um, and this is not something that like I've learned or anything. It's just something that I keep seeing in my mind as I talk about the zeal chakra. So I imagine it like a trap door. Yeah. Um, so I feel like a mantra would have. Like, I feel like it for me, I would say something like um, something to do with being able to hold the door open. Um, like um, when you want to. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good, good one to ponder on. If we think of one, we might pop it on the socials this week. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I loved the ones that you offered with, uh, I think it was the, the affirmations that we were talking about for the crown, and then you added in the now that in front of oh, them. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. Loved that's it. something that I learned from someone that I mentored by, but mm. um, it does change everything. And it really, yeah. you know, it's something that, um, I've known for, again, a really long time, but it's also something that I've always felt that if I put that piece of information out, people won't do the IMs. They'll only do the now that IMs. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Now that I am is all about manifesting into the future and I am is about the now and I'm so much more like about the now. So try to avoid the now that I am's. Like try not to do them unless you're also really fluent with your I am's and you understand it and you are literally manifesting the future. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like so don't like now that you've got that now that, don't stop with the I am's and focusing on the here and the now and what is in in reach for you and what's out of reaches the now that but don't focus on the out of reaches all the time because you know I just had a client just before we started recording and someone that I've had for a really long time and it's that was it was so it's such a pertinent point with what we were just talking about because um when you get kind of stuck in like a tunnel vision you you step out of your creativity and your imagination so you're you're on a one-way street yeah. You know, like you're you're only looking at the destination that you've plugged in and because you've done the trip maybe before or you're really excited about getting to the destination, you're not looking at the signs along the way that are saying, Hey, we've got a quicker route over here or we've got a you we've got a really all. beautiful surprise over here or you know, stop, turn around and go back. You forgot something, you're missing everything because you've got the tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And so that when you're wanting something in the future, be very careful about saying now that I am in my new house in you know, north of Ochre and and I have my five kids and my husband and these are all things that you want in your future, be careful because you, you could be steering yourself into, like you're using your free will to steer yourself into things that your ego wants most of the time. So you've got to like really like honestly, if I'm working with someone, there is we got to strip your ego back. We got to get your ego standing six foot over there. You listen to it. You know that it's not ruling you, and then you listen to your spirit and you make a discerning decision, and then you can do the now that I am. Yeah, it's such a 
sort of balancing act, remembering self-awareness, <laughs> honing in on it to be present enough to understand all of the mental acrobatics that's going on and being aware of all the things at play and how you're responding to it in any given moment yeah, and being and, intentional and from most, there. That's for most people. You know, yeah. like if you do have a mentor so or a coach. So done to, yeah. Yeah. to slip. Yeah, it is. But if you do have a mentor or a coach, like the idea is that you move past that and you get to the point where it just becomes who you are. Mm-hmm. It is in your day-to-day life. It's really easy to remember mm-hmm. because you don't have to, you're not remembering anything. It is just who you are. It's just habitual. habitual. Mm. Jinx. Yeah, but also um, it's having that sort of touchstone to become aware of it without it letting go for too long to, to bring you back. Well, that's what like those some of those riv tools are, you know, like the stop take and recon, you know. Yeah, exactly. And the, yeah. that's why we have vibe check and set on a Monday in sync because it's it's a week to week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. it is reminding months you. Months. Yeah. That's why yeah. we do moon rituals. That's what rituals are. Rituals keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. Rituals keep you um, aware of of being in the present moment. Mm. Yeah, that you can't get too far. Like we can't go from a full moon to a new moon and back to a full moon again with yeah. no awareness. If we're like, if we're really following what the moon is asking us to do, then yeah. nothing's going to live with us longer than two weeks or a month maximum. Yeah. yeah. So that's that, and and you know, in the witch sort of world, that's that's part of ritual. You know, it's to it's to be one and work in the synergy with the oneness and, and Mother Absolutely. Earth's oneness. Yeah, the pagan side of things is really great with Wheel of the Year stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's letting Mother Nature guide you into what you need to do. And it's reminding you all the time, but you have to stop and look out the window or get outside on the land to let Mother Nature speak to you. Mother Nature's not going to speak to you with your head down in an office. Yeah, you do your part. Yeah. And Mother Nature does hers. Yeah. And then mm. so in the spiritual side of things, like as a spiritualist, it's um it's spirit that and mother nature, like it's all encompassing. It includes all of that. It's not just Mother Nature. It's she does it with the moon and everything, but it's yeah. everything that does it. Mm. And that's why all these different rituals, but there's the human element that has to do that too, which is the action of it. Like your human yeah. self has to partake. It can't just sit idle and passively and just let it all happen. You have to take that step. You have to cause action. Otherwise, nothing happens. Yeah. That's our end of the bargain. But that's it. That's the, that mm. is the entire point. Like for our soul to evolve, the human self has to keep walking. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it won't happen. There's mm. no point in living. Mm. Plenty. Plenty of fat to chew on in this episode. Thank you, mm-hmm. dear Tracy. I'm going to have to Thank wind this up now because you yeah. are super busy and you've given me your time slot and I've filled <laughs> it well and truly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tracy. As usual, it's just brill. Brill. No, it's brilliant sharing space with you and getting to talk about all the things. I know it is, isn't it? Yeah. Even if it's on Zoom right now and it was a bit glitchy, so sorry, listeners, if the audio was a little bit subpar, but we will eventually get back to some sort of schedule and record in person. We'll get there one day, a couple of years. Now that, now that we are. Yes, (laughs) in person. 
we'll have other dodgy audio things to blame it on, such as yeah. misbehaving dogs and people and, in the background being and gorgeous. We'll see, yeah, we'll see everyone <laughs> at Patreon tonight. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's so true. Can't wait. <laughs> Good all thinking. Right. Love ya. Bye. And love all you listeners. Same. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We love bringing Turns Out She's Psychic to you each week at no cost. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We are a small operation researching, coordinating and producing the show ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show. As a thank you, we'll send you out some Tosby tattoos. We'll give you a Patreon shout-out on the podcast. There's a monthly live Q&A, competitions and giveaways, as well as special book and movie review bonus episodes. For more details, please click the link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to get in touch, send us an email at tospsychic at gmail.com. We welcome your ghost stories and any questions that you have for myself or Tracy. And we'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your friends and family and give us a follow on Insta at turnsout underscore she's psychic. Bye-bye. Bye.